Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. With only the two of us left, the list left no mystery, as our awareness of each other was now fully joined. That awareness transcended even the traditional formality of the name-giving, which was always supplied as the wolf's prosaic name, what was given to them at birth, not the more hard-earned moniker that followed. The moment I set my sight upon the name, William Grin, I knew it was Jack. It was as if the name itself were merely a mask, and the time for masks and hiding had passed away. I did not wonder if he was as pleased as I for the knowledge, because I knew the answer to that too. I could feel his excitement at the prospect of a proper playmate, a wolf as beholden to dream as he. Of course, the distinction between our dreams could not be starker or portentous in their coming into being. This latest reason was my confidence, as my quest held more to gain, for everyone. Jack's dream, it seemed to me, was just the want to progress down a dead-end tunnel, largely uninterrupted but for the lovely orange holiday he would celebrate en route to the bitter end. I didn't suppose my purpose better supported by fate, only that our respective hearts would be more or less involved in the fight due to the grandness of potential gains. But even this perspective supplied only a dash of self-confidence, as I knew my opponent was not limited to a logical interpretation of his dream, as is only appropriate, after all. As soon as Willard was in the waning distance, 
It solidified insanity, an indistinct collection of absurdities playing against the glittering orange of the sinking sun. I stepped upon solid road for the first time in months. Granted, the road had likely not been traveled by any honest person for some time, mostly serving the needs of things wishing to move through the night upon a slightly more forgiving surface. But it pleased me to walk upon the thing, as its banality served to augment the other, stranger sights I might come across traveling its length. My imagination had come under a kind of pallor since my talk with Delirio, and the conceptual boost would do my mood well. The road was like a solidified creek of snaking black stone, trying, but clearly failing, to escape the encroaching banks of the forest which drew ever closer to erasing the artificial passage, once and for all. At other times, as the light grew weaker, I had the sense of walking a narrow boardwalk, barely set apart from the surging green tides rushing past its fragile construction, and at any moment, the scaffolding might fail abandoning me to the wilderness beyond. Finally, sketched in the dim light of the dying moon, I often thought I glimpsed passing shapes, appearing generally at the untrampled margins of the fading thoroughfare, shapes that might have been artifacts of the darkness, or perhaps not. Taken together, my travels along the road were uplifting, and allowed my mind to deal with sights as it pleased, cobbling marvels from the mundane. There was no shortage of dreams, either. I afforded myself much time to rest, often stretching out in thick, well-shaded copses of wild grass and assorted bramble. My first dream upon the road delivered me into an endless pumpkin patch, the sun nearly as plump and orange as any of the surrounding gourds, but half submerged into the hazy soil of the horizon. I clearly remember Jack Lantern standing atop the steepled roof of a crumbling hay barn his silhouette a stationary gust of soft orange smoke, autumnal winds dancing around him like children. I knew that his proffered smile, though well shaded from view, was sincere. A friendly greeting, as well as a sign for our mutual understanding that we should leave each other to our own dreams. I stepped backwards into the unfolding shadows of my father's gallery, surrounded by a lifetime of art, offering up my own smile perhaps more recessed in darkness than his own, though equally noticed and understood. We nodded to one another, just before piloting our respective visions beyond the shared space of the Red Dream. Due to our standing as finalists in the Shepherd's game, our awareness of the other was unbothered by competing dreams, no more wolves to interfere with the clarity of our shared wavelength. We were in no need of a dream to prepare for one another, we were plain as two sunny days, histories like well-read books, open to the sun and recorded in plainest print. We knew who we were dealing with. We would be ready. While I am no pessimist, this fact did not stop me from trying to wring as much wonder as possible for my surroundings and the dreams they inspired as one never knows when they will be asked to leave the world, or ushered out of it by persons wearing Halloween masks. I had no plans to depart anytime soon, but it never hurt to have a bag packed, just in case. So, 
I spared no sight my fascination, and no fascination its fuller realization within dreams. The dead world never seemed rifer with hidden wonder than that day. The day I let fall those lists. My fascination came to a head on my fourth day on the road, when the black path veered close to a strange cemetery. It was a forgotten place, likely due to its proximity to nearby Obscurum, of which there were many. It wasn't a particularly large plot, but more grandiose than one would expect abandoned to the wilds. Something was amiss with the place, something altogether enthralling. The mystery that wafted from beyond, or perhaps beneath the tombstones, was nearly palpable, and would need to be to derail me from my intended destination. Stepping from the road seemed to awaken me a lateral curiosity, an off-plumb bit of wonder, about life after Jack Lantern, after the Shepherd, after my mother. Surely the prospect of a disappointing climax to the game had entered my mind that the contest was merely the pretext for something less than the sustained wonder of an eternal child. But the sharp disconnect from purpose, the crowd of stones holding down the dead, allowed me to focus on another altogether different specter of the game. And I knew Jack wouldn't mind. His Halloween was forever, and forgiving of any act of defiance, so long as it flouted the machine of it all. My mother was dead. I'd killed her myself, as I had the rest of my family. We were already free, as free as death and the dead world would allow. I could go anywhere. I could spare Jack the death I'd given every wolf I'd encountered since I set foot into the game. I might be forgiven for such a thing, for allowing a wonder like Jack to continue unabated. I should point out that such thoughts were not rationalizations. Excuses for avoiding the death Jack might very well serve me. I was prepared to die, if not terribly pleased by the prospect. Not of dying, but the possibility of failing. Failing us all. It was ultimately that fear that would put me back on the path of wolves. Fear generally has its way with us, one way or another. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.